Greetings, everyone, and before I begin ranting and raving incoherently, I thought I'd tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need to do it all in one place. And believe me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. And when you host through Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and even more. It has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's free. That's right, Anchor is free, and who does not like free? So if you're interested or you want to make your podcast today, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to the Drunken Car Reviewers Podcast. Well, I'll be taking you on a ride along in my nice little 2006 Charger Daytona to talk about and review cars in the most crazy, asinine, and my most sarcastic way possible. So today we're going to be discussing it first one of the greatest disappointments I think I've ever had in my life. We're going to be talking about the brand new 2020-21 Chevy Trailblazer. Now, when this car was unveiled, people had gotten nightmares about the Chevy Blazer. A car that came out a few years ago as a tip-off to the old Blazer, as they so-called claimed it would be. Enthusiasts got excited because with the Jeep dominating the off-road circuit, people thought, well, finally, we would have a vehicle all our own. A car we can take off-road and compete directly with the Jeep domineering off-roaders. And then the car was released and led to disappointment. Enthusiasts were disappointed by the car's wimpy appearance. Ah, sure, it was sporty-looking, with a combination of Impala front end and Camaro's tiny little slit windows you can't see a shit out of. People were a little disappointed in the car's lack of, well, off-road capabilities. It was a great street performer, granted. It had a decently powered six-cylinder engine, but it was just disappointing for enthusiasts. That did not reflect, though, in car sales, and people seemed to like the car's sporty little SUV appearance. So they sold a shit ton of them, and Chevy thought for themselves, why, if the Blazer did well, what else could do well? And thus, we got ourselves the release of the 2020 Trailblazer, a car nobody realized they wanted. Because it's crap. The fact remains is that the Trailblazer first people want to get excited. They thought, well, the Blazer was their off their street car for their little name badge. Surely the Trailblazer would never do something so foolish as to pander to those fools. And, well, yeah, they got a little subverted, let's say. People began to get a little concerned when the people released the Bronco. And Chevy made no response to it. Jeep announced quickly that they could announce their 392 Jeep and stuff like that, but Chevy was silent. A Bronco was being released, an off-road Bronco, an actual off-roader to compete and fight it, duke it out with the Jeep domineering Wrangler. And Chevy stayed silent. They announced they were doing a trailblazer, but nothing had been said. Why? Well, then the car got released, and they found out quickly why. Instead of getting a domineering K5-looking piece of machinery that would dominate the off-road capabilities, what people got was another jelly bean from Chevy with a piddly powered engine. That's right, it was an economy car, and anybody to say otherwise is shitting themselves foolish. They try to pander themselves as an off-road vehicle, showing the car driving down dirt roads and showing them pulling kayaks out the back end. When you look at the video and the actual picture on their website, it's almost hilarious as you watch this kayak being crammed into the back, all the seats folded down, even the passenger seat as it's crammed up against the dashboard. Ha! Yeah, it's got to be a tiny kayak, and you hope you better not be taking any passengers along. So people were disappointed, obviously, because what they got was another jelly bean. And I'm going to continue calling it that because that's what it is. It's a tiny little SUV designed for no one. It has no off-road capabilities, no off-road looks, and no off-road anything to be... Well, 
you did drive on the dirt road. Ha! You see the dirt road is driving on? It's pathetic. The fact remains is that people were disappointed double time. Not only had they got anything out of the blazer, but they had refused to get anything out of the trailblazer on top of that. Why is that? People, and Chevy likes to boast, go on about how it's the fastest selling production vehicle. Ha 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 That's hilarious. It's like calling the puck the kettle black. It's stupid. It's like it's like Ranger saying, we're off-road capable. And have you seen them little pieces of shit? The fact remains is that this is not off-road capable and it's just as dumb as saying that their sales are good. These things have sold in their quarter of release 40,000 units and they act like that's a success. The fact remains is that they're not selling to anybody of the younger culture. Young people, unlike Chevy likes to fail to believe, are actually into cars these days. Yep, I said it, they are into cars. Now, there are just as many that aren't, but there are many that are actually getting into the enthusiast car. Why do you think the Challenger sells the way it does? Because it's an enthusiast vehicle. What do you think the Bronco, new Bronco release? That's retro looking and has a powerful V8 engine, has off-road capabilities up to miles. It's selling the way it is because it panders to the younger generation. The only people buying these trailblazers are people too poor or too old to give a crap. And that's right, I said poor, because this car prices out at a piddly little $19,000 with no off-road capabilities and the biggest option, I think, putting it somewhere around 30, I think. Yep, that's pathetic. Imagine they've been going, oh, we got $40,000 in sales. Well, no shit. Can you imagine what the new Broncos with the new steady little Maverick being released by the Ford is going to do? Just as good. You know why? Because it's cheap. People are always going to be able to want and buy cheap vehicles. It's the same. It doesn't matter. Of course you're going to make sales. If the car was called the shitmobile, people would buy it. You know why? Because it's cheap. It's got a piddly little three-cylinder engine in it. And yes, I said three cylinders. This thing doesn't even have a four for cripe's sake. It's a three-cylinder engine. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's hilarious. I mean, I thought only the Honda isn't somebody produced three cylinders. But look at this piece of shit coming out. It's supposed to be off-roading up my ass. It's not even a weekend driver. It's pathetic. And you know how much horsepower this piddly little three-cylinder puts out? A whopping 155 horsepower. Ha, ha. That's not even half the power of my little challenger, or the, the, the little charger. It, it, it's, it's unconceivable. What is this supposed to be? It is not pandering to the enthusiasts or the young crowd that are trying to get into the next generation of Chevys. And you know why Chevy's not selling well? Because their generation is dying out. They're making these nameplates to try to produce the young people. They don't even know what young people want. The fact remains is that this car is just pathetic. It's on bicycle tires, the engine's underpowered, and it looks like a jelly bean on wheels that's small enough to fit a jelly bean-sized car. Now, people only wondered, what's wrong with Chevy? I mean, surely they knew the Bronco was coming out, and Jeep's been dominating for years. People are buying these off-roaders left and right. You can see Jeep's driving down frickin' New York City, and I'm glad the Bronco's gonna do well. And yet, people say, well, Chevy, it's a fast-selling vehicle. How could it be bad? Well, let's take a look at that theory, shall we? You know the, the first year the Bronco released? Yeah. Uh -huh. We're not even in the first year out of the road yet, and they can't even keep up production. You know why? Because in the first year, they've sold 125,000 units. They can't keep up with production, even if there wasn't a global shortage of materials and a pandemic going on. They couldn't keep up with production. And Chevy's going to try to claim that the Trailblazer is going to be the fastest selling vehicle, or is the fastest selling vehicle. It's a joke and a lie. The fact remains that this is a car pandering to no one, wanted by no one, and created for no one, except those who are too poor to buy anything else. And I'm not slandering the poor people. I get if you buy this vehicle because it makes sense, because that's all it's good for. It's not an off-roader. It's not a fun driving vehicle. It's not designed for weekend getaways. It's designed for people looking to buy a commuter car, looking to get to and from work. It's what nobody wanted and it disappointed everyone. Because people thought, well, we got our car driver speed demon thing from Blazer. Surely, Chevy would produce something off-roading to compete with the 
new Bronco in the domineering Jeep. But what we got was a pathetic little pile of jelly. It's pathetic. And I don't understand why Chevy makes these things. Nobody wants them. It is a complete and utter pile of crap. And today, I still have no clue why they even built the Blazer. It is something beyond me and I will never understand. And I could go on for hours about this useless piece of shit, but people will probably argue with me a point of how great the car is because of sales numbers, but the fact remains it is useless and pathetic. I could buy a used car that has more capabilities of the, from the Chevy Trailblazer than like that. That 2005 Trailblazer has more capabilities than this thing that's off-road. <sighs> Anyways, let's go on to a little bit of news, shall we? Recently, Bronco has announced that they have stopped production once again of the Bronco. Now, the Bronco is a great vehicle, but as I am concerned with every first-year vehicle, it has got its hiccups, and that has come in the way of its roof. That's right. Now, Ford doesn't make their roof. They're another brand does. A name which slips my mind at the moment, probably because I'm too nuts to think about it, but or too pissed probably from the Trailblazer announcement, but the, the new roofs have proved problematic. People have been pointing out when they first do reviews of these cars that these new roofs are cheap-looking, and it's kind of proven to be true. These thin little pieces of plastic are proven to be problematic because they are not only rattling like crazy, but they're also separated by a thin little strip of falling apart foam to try to act as an insulator or sound absorber or something or another. Now, it's got a quieter cabin probably than a... Well, no, actually, the Jeep camper is probably about as comparable. The fact remains is that nobody is really pandering to these vehicles. Nobody wants them. But, uh... I lost my train of thought now. Great. Sorry, I saw a Harley next to me pull up, but it's pretty badass looking. Anyways, but the, uh... What was I on about now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they've stopped production because of these roof issues. And I imagine it will probably come to a recall of resulting in even more delays for this vehicle. That's already been delayed for years. Not only because of global part shortages, but also because of the pandemic. Now, I'm not bashing forward here, but do you think they get their shit together before releasing this vehicle? But, I mean, like I said, the problem is every first-year vehicle has its hiccups, no matter how good or how brilliant or whatever manufacturer is making it. It's really hard to make a first-year vehicle because, yes, you can make a hundred of them, test them out, and they all might work fine, but it just takes one car to create a hiccup, and one other car, and another car, and soon you have a problem on your hands. So, I'm a little trying to, I try to stay away from first-year vehicles, at least until they become used and they've got the recalls out of the way, or it's become proven that it's a viable vehicle. So if you're looking to buy a Bronco, I'd strongly advise waiting into the year because you're probably not going to be able to buy one anyways. I tried looking around for them. Guess what? You can't get them. They're all test drive vehicles. Every single one. So, uh, yeah. Don't buy a Bronco yet. Wait a year. Wait for them to sort out the crinks and wait for them to actually have some on the lot. Actually be able to negotiate the price on these things. What else we got for news? Oh, yes. Biden's new one point trillion something or another infrastructure bill has a little caveat in it that many people may not have noticed. You ever wondered... How are we going to get people to get out of their dirty, earth-polluting, gasoline vehicles? Well, they got a new idea for them. What if we charge them a shit ton to even drive them? That's right, there's a caveat in this thing to explore the possibility of a new mileage tax. That's right, if you're driving one of the earth-polluting, destroying, gasoline vehicles, you can actually get a tax on it for the miles you've driven. They are debating actually putting this in use. So in other words, if you're one of my family, for example, who takes road trips and that, you can look to probably add a couple, a couple hundred dollars onto your bill every tax season. And I'm starting to wonder how they're even going to implement this. Are we suddenly going to need to do yearly emissions testing? I pray to God not, because I can imagine the hell that's going to make for me. My car's throwing engine lights like nuts, because I like adding things to further pollute the earth with my gas-polluting vehicle. Anyways, so yes, um... Why is this? Well, obviously we're pushing the whole electric craze, and I could list off a whole host of reasons why that's actually not saving the environment, making things worse. But that aside, we'll get a we'll, we'll put that aside. 
perhaps for another day when I'm not quite so pissed off about a Chevy Trailblazer. Anyways, so this caveat is going to explore the idea of producing a tax and whether it's viable for Americans if they can either A, afford it, or B, even will appreciate it. First of all, are they nuts? Do they even need to add funding for this kind of research? I mean, yes. What are they going to find out? It pisses off Americans? No, shit. Are they going to know Americans don't like it? No, shit. Are they going to find out the only people paying to are economic, are eco-nuts looking to hug trees and drive electric cars everywhere? No, shit. The fact remains that this... I'm not sure why it's even putting this as a bill. It just doesn't make sense to me. Of course they're going to find that people don't want this kind of shit don't want to be taxed for everything. And I certainly don't want to be taxed. I already get taxed for gasoline. And I need to get taxed for my car, too, by mileage. Ha. It wouldn't surprise me if they try to funnel this through in some other bill before the research is even complete. But the fact remains is that this is a good way for everyone in this... I'm not going to reveal my political leanings here. In this group to get kicked out of office. Because people are not going to like it. Yes, even the tree huggers probably won't like it. Because we don't get charged for vehicles. We already get charged enough for taxes. And taxes to buy the vehicles. We don't need taxes to just drive them, too. So yes, I think it's silly. No kidding. I get you want to push your electric vehicle stuff through to people's and down people's throats, but find a better way to do it, my friends, because this is only going to piss people off. Anyway, so this is I'm coming into my driveway now. I suppose I probably should shut up and call this it for the podcast. This will be episode one of hopefully a series I will be producing where every day or every week or something or another, I'll be trying to come up with a way to actually produce content. And what the hell is this? In case you didn't notice, people, because you can't see, I'm currently driving in a field of wet tar. Yep, my driveway's been tarred, and I'm now pissed off that this is going to dirty up my vehicle. God damn piece of motherfucking piece!